This is the Amon Green Show on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into the Amon Green Show. I'm Harrison Arts running the ones and twos. We got Amon Green in studio hosting as always. Just signed a few autographs as well. And, uh, you know, I'll give you credit for that. Not just you, but a lot of the Husker Hall of Famers. You know, you guys all take that pretty well. Signing autographs, just mm-hmm. kind of showing, like, the support back that you guys once had. It's really cool to see. You know, yeah. I, I don't know how. I'm pretty much in a bubble here. I <laughs> couldn't tell you what it looks like everywhere else. But from my right. perspective, uh, between you, Jay Foreman, Terrell Farley, Chris Raff, Aaron Day, like, all you guys do a great job kind of handling uh, those fan experiences and just being genuine, you know, yeah. right I mean, back to them. Yeah, it was something I learned here in my freshman year. I was like, I better get used to this. <laughs> you know i didn't know you know I, it was in my uh my goal sheet obviously to make it to college football make it then make it to the nfl but you know obviously you don't know it till it happens but you obviously you're driven to do that stuff so just in wishful thinking and putting it out there that you know if i'm a i'm doing this now at the college level knowing that the, you know what the team was done already before i got here they already won a national title now we're campaigning to defend our national title my freshman year and after every game, seeing the fans coming out of uh, the football offices, they go meet up with my mom, my dad, and my family that came to the game, brothers, sisters, or nephews and cousins, stuff like that. And then girlfriend at the time, Dayton. Um, and then the fans was first, right? Right. As soon as I get off the elevator, they're like right there, you know, can you sign this? Can you sign that? So I just got used to it. Told myself, kind of wrote myself a un, I say my own little personal contract, signed it on the dotted lines. Like, look, it's, um, it's unwritten rule that, hey, you know, it's there. They're, they're cheering for us and supporting us. And just to be an easy way to, I'll say, put a smile on somebody's face out there. And How long did it take for your family to get used to it? I know oh, because I know your mom made sure you had a, a signature that was eligible. Yes. Yep. She took care oh, of that right away. Um, And I'll say it took a while. I'll say it probably took them longer than it took me. <laughs> you know, between mom, dad, brothers, and sisters, they're like, man, he's still over there signing. And wife and then kids, they're like, why daddy take a whole day? to take a shower and then get out here. Cause especially once I got to the league and cause I would take a shower and depends on how beat up I was in you know, home games. Um, you know, being on grass during this time of the year where it wasn't cold yet, I would just take a shower and stretch out really mm-hmm. good. And then if I was beat up, if I had an injury, I would ice that injury right away, get some treatment instantly. If it wasn't nothing where I was missing the next game, but I'll still get treatment on it. Just get a step ahead of the practice schedule, get like two a treatment in, you know, as soon as we're at the game. So do that. And uh, so that would take, you know, obviously take an hour or so. You know, I'll take my shower. Guys would just shower, pill it, <laughs> or guys take a quick shower and be gone. You know, guys didn't play. They just had to go put on their, their street clothes and then walk out. And, of course, I'm coming in. And, uh, they're like, oh, my. Every, oh, I, mean, I remember every look I got <laughs> coming into the family room after my Packer games or my Texan games or my Seahawks games, my mom or dad. I say, I say wife and kids would be like, Really? It takes you this long to get ready. Look, everybody else is gone. All the family's gone. We in here waiting on you. I'm like, I had a long game. I had like 30 plus touches, you know? Yeah, playing the running back too. You got, you got to give them time to heal up a little bit. Right. When they gave running backs the rock, I'm tired. Like, mm-hmm. I got to, I got to, you know, I don't want to be sore tomorrow. So I stretched out, took a nice little cool shower just to get the body ready because I got to come back in here tomorrow, watch film and little lightweight lift and all that. So that was our routine. But yeah, my my kids were like, you tripping, Dad. Like, we ready to go home. We've been here since 12 o'clock. Or Were you really the last one out most of the time? Most of the time. I was. Okay, so it, they had a little was, bit of an argument there. Oh, yeah. They had they had, they had had uh, evidence. If this was, They had the evidence to prove me guilty of being a slow dresser 
and coming out of the locker room. But I said I had good reason because I was tired because I worked hard today. Um, or I got beat up, you know, shoulder or ankle or knee. I had to get ice on it, you know, get ready for more treatment right later this week. So y'all got to work with me here. Give me a shot. You know, but the kids ain't, they ain't they're like, whatever, dad. No, nah, we ain't <laughs> having that. Y'all, you take way too long. We got stuff. I'm like, what? Y'all got a hot date or something? You like five years old. Why you mad? Chill out. That's kids impatient. Yeah. They want to go, 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 go. You know, I'm like, yeah. you ain't got no, y'all say you ain't got no hot date. You don't have to go to work. It's a Sunday. What's the problem? <laughs> I don't want to hear it. So, but not love and death. So, no, that's great yeah. though. And it is cool. To, uh, again, those fans, if you haven't been here yet, the coffee mill's closed, but definitely come here in the morning, 1040 O Street. If you haven't checked it out yet, you can get a coffee, hang out with some of the guests we have here on the show. And if you won't be able to do that, you can always text in 402-464-5685. That is the Sarder Heyman text line. And we did have a few come over the break. And again, mm-hmm. you guys have been great. I appreciate it as always from Augie. Do you remember the Wonder Twins? The Wonder Twins. Yep. I said Super Twins. Wonder Twins. Yes. Okay. And, and I was, uh, that was DC. I'm pretty sure that was DC because I remember seeing, remember seeing Wonder Woman and Superman pop up and definitely Batman. That was my guy. And, uh, and popping up. And then Olivia Munn, I know you know of her, mm-hmm. actress, before she was an actress, if you knew she was a host of a couple TV shows, or really one on G4 Network, if you remember that network. No, okay, I don't know. So G4 Network, G4 Network was Network, during your lifetime. But I don't remember her on yeah, the TV It networks. was during your lifetime. So you were born in 99. <laughs> yep. So G4 came around. I started watching G4 Network probably like, I think it started started before I was watching it. But I got caught wind of it around 2005, five, six. Yeah, April 24th, 2002. Okay, so yeah, it hadn't been around. Like I said, it was probably already around, but I caught wind of it around 2005, six. Started watching it. And I see, you know, the, the host of the show, Attack of the Show, then with some other shows, and then segments within the Attack of the Show um, TV time, which was about an hour, a little bit over an hour. As Adam Sessler, Olivia Munn, and a few other people. Um, host and talk about different things from video games coming out or stuff related to video games like comic book movies or video game movies, new tech, new PCs, the new Xbox, PlayStation controller, cameras, computers now. And uh, Olivia being, she obviously heard, you could, you, you, you could figure out then her aspiration was more just being this game show ho- or this video game show host. Mm-hmm. So she was funny. She actually had some, she had some, she had a nice little slapstick to her. <laughs> I'm like, this girl is hilarious, right? And she, cause she would do, they would do skits. Something I want to do on my podcast one day, but obviously we don't have the protection crew for it. But eventually, maybe one day we will put it out there, we will. And so in between their, their skits or in between their segments of video game launches, movie reviews, whatever, it would go into the Wonder Twins doing stuff. It was her. And either the host, the other guy host with her or somebody else. And they're doing the one. And it was so funny. And I'm like, okay, I like this. So that's where that popped up. Um, and just this and that's where my idea for my gamers now came from. Because watching G four, those shows was like I love those shows. I would sit there every day in the off season. All I gotta do is wake up, go work out. I'm at home my by noon. And that's when everything came on around 10. It was about gamer time. It was like 12 o'clock. That's when gamers usually woke up. Are you aware of G4 is no longer a thing? Yep. I know that. I was like, oh, because they came back. 
Yeah, they did. They, they tried. A little, they, they tried to come back, but yeah, it was 2022. Um, and so the reason was lower viewership in the G4 had not, quote unquote, not achieved sustainable financial results. Right. I mean, come back during a time where what they talked about and is more accessible now. Yeah, YouTube's dominated that. Between YouTube and this Amazon, you know, you could go to Amazon and pick up any game title. Mm -hmm. You could read about it. Get all the information you need that they're most likely going to share with you. Yeah, they're going to have the ratings on there already. The for ratings you. on there, and that's what they did. They give you the ratings. They'll give you their opinions of the graphics, of the writing of the sh of the game, or the equipment breakdown of the controller or the mouse or the keyboard. And now it's you just log into an app, an Amazon app, or go to BestBuy.com. It has all that there. So that was kind of why I, I believe you know hearing that is no surprise yeah, why I they couldn't like get that network going. ign kind of took over that spot and that yep because they transitioned a little bit better to the social media because i yep. think if you really want to i think they're probably i know i've seen some of their stuff they're all over youtube as well yeah uh social media that's that was probably the step when everything just exploded to the social media some of those tv networks they didn't quite adapt fast enough mm -hmm. it was just there's no way to tell but I think that was kind of the end game for a lot of those old yeah. TV networks. Yeah. Just not being able to expand, you know, as soon as the internet hit everyone. Uh, and the iPhones just changed everything. Yeah, just like um, newspapers, you know. Newspapers, yeah, 100%. everything's online. You got the athletic. In terms of the sporting world, you have the athletic. You had, right when I went pro, ESPN, the magazine became a thing. Mm -hmm. and that was around the time you were born. Yeah, I was, I was getting the East Bay magazines. Was always yeah. oh. they, they always had the poster. I'd always East Bay was so fly. Yeah, I loved that. one of the best posters of the guys, Blake Griffin, when he was on the Clippers. Okay, sweet poster. That was always my favorite. So that's room. when they got into actual making stuff look good. Because when I was yeah. in high school, East Bay looked like a U-Haul <laughs> magazine. It looked like you were ordering generic products. Even though it was Air Jordans, you know, mm -hmm. the Jordans at that time, the 10s or the 11 or the patent leathers, the breads, they, they had them in there, but it looked like you were looking at an industrial catalog of U-Haul products. Like an HD supply magazine. A hundred percent. It's like, even though you were hyped for it, it's like, it was nothing entertaining, entertaining about opening it up. But later on, by the time you were born and 2000 came in, they's like, you know what? Let's spruce this thing up. We got guys like Michael Jordan still playing around this time. And then and you got guys in the 2000s, you know, Michael Jordan's still playing. He's with the Wizards mm -hmm. at that time. And you have, uh, who else was uh, around NBA, I think. During the Michael Jordan Wizards era? Hmm? Which, during what era? The Michael yeah, Jordan like, when he's on like the Wizards? Early 2000s, so 2000 to about 2005. Because that's when East Bay started to transition into more of the younger crowd, having the stuff, like you said, seeing Blake Griffin on the cover, yeah, like having athletes. Like, I don't, around that time, I was mainly watching Lakers because I just loved watching Kobe Bryant. So I yeah, can tell so you guys, Kobe. like Derek Fisher, yeah, Derek uh, Fisher, Bynum, Kobe, Odom, yeah. and all those kind of forwards. That's when the forwards were still like Andrew Bynum and uh, Lamar Odom. Oh, yeah. Those guys were had a dominant stretch there for a little while, and then some injuries kind of took them out of it. But yep. nonetheless, we do got to go ahead yep, and go to our break. final break here. We have went a little bit over, but that's all right. We'll go a little shorter on the next one and then followed by this don't punt hour with the morning personnel. As always, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.